Arch Advocate Podcast, Wednesday, May 8th. Don't lie. You shall not lie. When you lie, you open up a porthole. All right, let me just, I know this is going to get weird, man. This episode of the Arch Advocate Podcast brought to you by Weirdness. Let's get weird, man. When you lie, it opens up a porthole into another dimension. And it invites uh, particular types of beings uh, to have a foothold and to have a certain amount of authority in your life. When you are resolved to speak the truth even to your own hurt, as King Solomon put it, tell the truth even to your own destruction, to your own hurt. When you tell the truth, it builds walls and gates and a moat. Speaking the truth builds protective measures around you in the spiritual world. Telling lies makes you vulnerable to uh, uh, filthy spirits, unclean spirits. And I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example because there's a, there's a myth out there that there's a little white lie. Ah, oh, this won't hurt. It's a little white lie. You know, I, you know, telling your kids that they're Santa Claus. Ah, it's a little white lie. It's cute. Right? Or, I don't know. You know, whatever. You know, like if you were, uh, if you were, you know, after work... You're driving home and you stop to buy your wife something nice. You know, but it took you an extra hour. All right, you get home. Your wife says, uh, yeah, where were you? Huh? Were you with that floozy who answers the phones at your work? All right, it's going to put you on the defensive. You might want to tell a little white lie because you don't want to give away that you bought her something because it's supposed to be a surprise. So you say, oh, no, I just, uh, you know, had a flat tire. Oh, I had some extra work to do, whatever. Right? You have to look at her and just be like, hey, listen, uh, I, I, I did something for you. And, you know, by you asking me right now, it's going to ruin the surprise. And now you have to give up that gift that you bought her. Right? Because you can't, you can't be telling lies. If you deceive your wife or your husband or whatever... You're inviting confusing spirits into your life. And any amount of confusion in your life is going to bring about chaos. To different degrees. To different degrees. But any amount of chaos that you yourself invited into your life, that's a bad thing, man. It's not, you know what I mean? You're going to have to run cleanup later. It's bad. Like I said, man, you can tell your kids about Santa Claus, right? And around the time that they turn eight or nine or whatever, you're going to have to run cleanup. You're going to have to make order out of the chaos that you yourself created. It's like that joke, um, and this doesn't have anything to do with lying, but there's a joke that Louis C.K. told one time uh, before he, uh, uh, you know, was accused of wanking in front of people. He said, uh, you know, I was thinking about buying a puppy, 
but then I then I realized like oh no this is this is this animal's gonna die in like twelve years, like I'm literally just purchasing sadness for twelve years from now. This is a really funny joke. He t- obviously he tells it better, but it's the same thing. It's like dude, you buy that puppy, like you have to when you go into that proposition, you have to understand that that eight to t- twelve years from now, your children are going to be very sad. <laughs> on a particular day. However, it's it's worth it. It's worth it for the companionship during the you know the life of that dog. And it's worth it because, you know, in 12 years your child is going to have a real life uh hands-on experience with grieving and with mortality. And that is a lesson that we all, you know, you should teach your children that. I know it's awful it is a harsh reality and you have to teach it. But anyways, what I'm saying is like you tell a little lie, you're going to you're going to be inviting chaos into your life to varying degrees. Now you could say, yeah, but this this little lie here, I tell my wife, oh, I had a flat tire, I had to change it. That's okay, right? That's gonna cause chaos in your life to a very small degree. And you can say, well, yeah, I'm, I'm willing to pay that price. Why? Why would you do? Why would you do that? Why would you do that? That's that's chaos. It's it. You have enough already. Why would you do that to yourself? That's that's bad. That's a that's that's bad business, man. Man. And if you want to see like what the end of it looks like, look no further than the evening news. Do you remember a little over two years ago, almost three years ago, we were being told that Hillary Clinton had a 90% chance of becoming president. There was no way, there was no way that Donald Trump could win. This was a layup. And Hillary Clinton could just gaff off certain states because it was like, man, I got a 90% chance. I don't need to go to those poor people and talk to them. And because of because of the lies that she was t- telling and the people that were lying to her and all of that, that's, that's why we have gone through, as a nation, what we've gone through for the last two and a half years because of lies and people covering up because of previous lies. Lies about relationships with corporations, lies about relationships with criminal entities. Lies about I'm sure we're going to find out like once once this if they truly do a thorough investigation of Hillary Clinton and the Clinton Foundation, we are going to find out if the Clintons have been making merchandise of children. Lies that they're covering up. That's how chaotic it gets. To where because of this woman and these people, Nadler and, uh, you know, that dude that was eating Kentucky Fried Chicken on TV the other day and, you know, these people... People over at CNN, whatever, because of these people and their lies and their inability 
to just stand up and just come clean and say, you know what, I can't, I can't ride this roller coaster anymore. I'm sorry, I gotta get off. All right, listen, I'm, I'm sorry. My boss told me to tell you that, you know, the president of the United States was a Russian asset. I just can't keep going. This is, it's, this, it's too exhausting. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. I'm not gonna resign. Just, you know, please forgive me. Let's move on. Nope. They have to continue to try to cover the chaos with more chaos. Oh, the president's a Russian asset. And they were thinking like, oh, we're going we're gonna to accuse him of this and that and the other. And because he's not one of us, because he's not a politician, he's going to invoke executive privilege to fire Mueller. And when he does that, we're going to say, you see, he's covering. We need to impeach this man. But he didn't take the bait. Because he said, ah, I actually know what the truth is because, believe it or not, I, Donald J. Trump, am in fact me. I know what the truth is. None of that's true. So go on. Go on. You can interview whoever you want. You can take as long as you want. You can spend as much money as you want. Knock yourself out. Right? That's what it means to be guarded by the truth. To just live in the truth. Brother, I've got walls and gates made of iron and stone. There's nothing you can do. Because the truth, it is what it is. Mueller can dig around all he wants. He can talk to anybody he wants. I won't, you know, I live in the truth, says the president. These people kept lying. And then when their champion, when their Goliath came back to camp, holding his head, his own head, in his hands, and said, I got nothing. The guy didn't do it. The Russians interfered with our elections, but there's no legal way of proving that this man had anything to do with it. Right? And what did the Democrats do? Right? Look at what they're doing right now. Well, the Russians must have gotten to Mueller. Well, uh, you know, William Barr. The Russians must have gotten to William Barr. And they just keep making themselves look stupid. That Look at the condition of their lives. That's what somebody looks like when they're under the influence of a lying, confusing, deceptive spirit. That's what happens when you lie. Thou shalt not lie. When God gives commandments... It's real easy, it's real easy to look at those things and think like, oh, this is just a bunch of rules, man. It's just a bunch of rules, man. You know what? Society would have come to that on their own. Obviously, you shouldn't lie. Thou shalt not murder. Okay, God, I get it. Don't kill anybody. You think that, that, was, that that's just, you know, mankind would have, would have just come to that on their own. I tell you, there's places in the world right now that have never heard that. 
They've never heard thou shalt not kill. And guess what? They kill. They've never meditated on that on that thing. The thing about commandments and, and those laws is that every single one of them is there to protect you. When God told Moses, listen, tell the people they have to wash their hands right before they eat. There was that it made no sense. Think about that. Remember, we've only just discovered that there's germs on everything like a hundred years ago, a little over a hundred years ago. That is a brand new discovery in the arc of human history. Nobody knew it. Nobody knew it for all of human history right up until your great-grandfather's age. All of human history. So 3,500 years ago, this guy named Moses, who allegedly... <laughs> it is alleged that he spoke to God and that God spoke directly to him. And one of the things God told him is, hey, listen, I want you to wash your hands. Lavis las manos, baby, before you eat. Put yourself in that position where you're just some dude walking around the desert with millions of other Jews and the, and the chief comes out and says, hey, everybody, we want you to take water and, you know, wring it through your hands and then rinse it off and then dry it off before you eat, thus saith the Lord. And if you don't do what the Lord says, he is going to punish you. And now we know, now we know what the punishment is. We know why that law exists. It was never about God trying to tell you, hey, listen, if you do this thing, then I will be happy with you. Then I will accept you. Then you will be acceptable to me, and then I will grant you my favor. That is not, that is not the proper way to interpret scripture. Anytime God says anything that is commandment-oriented, it is always his way of trying to make you happy. You don't wash your hands before you eat if you're a, you know, if you're a person who eats with your hands. Like if you're eating tacos, right? You have to eat tacos with your hands. Anybody who eats tacos with a fork and a knife is an asshole. And that's just science. Everybody knows that. You have to eat, you have to wash your hands before you eat. And if you don't, you will be punished. And what will that punishment be? Diarrhea, diarrhea. People think it's funny, but it's really green and runny. Diarrhea will be your punishment. Dysentery, death. Up in, you know, like back just a hundred years ago, man. <laughs> Not very long ago in human history, getting diarrhea was deadly. It's not so much anymore because now you can, you know, you could just go down to your local CVS, you know, get yourself some, some electrolytes and, you know, some diarrhea drink, some paint diarrhea drink. I get some of that diarrhea drink. Y'all got great. Y'all got that great drink, diarrhea. And you can buy some Gatorade. And if it's really, really bad, you can go to the emergency room and pop. They'll put a needle in your arm and they'll put water directly into your veins. 
and then it's, you just got to wait it out. That was not the case 150 years ago and all of human history before that. You could die from diarrhea. Probably were going to. That was the punishment. That was the punishment. And nobody knew. Nobody knew that it's God wasn't like actively. It was like, no, I had, see, I, I built this system. It works a certain way. Believe it or not, those germs, there's a place for them. They're needed. And I can't just get rid of the germs or else my ecosystem will collapse. I have to have these germs. So I'll tell you what, the easiest way to go about this is just me telling you, wash your hands before you eat. Why? Well, I'll tell you in 3,500 years. Now we know. We can look back on that. We can see God telling Moses, wash your hands. Why? Because I want you to be happy. I don't want you to have the chaos of diarrhea and dysentery and vomit. Thou shalt not lie. Oh, if I, if I tell the truth all the time and if I abstain from lying, then will God give me his favor? It's like, no, 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 you, no, no. you're backwards. You're, you're close, but you just you flip that around. It's, it's the exact opposite. You have the favor. That's why God is telling you, don't lie. That's his favor. That is his favor over your life. Don't lie. Why? Because chaos, man. It's everywhere. And the truth. In the city that you live in, the truth will be the walls and the gates and the armory around that city. It's a protective hedge. It protects you from getting lost in the forest of lies. Tell the truth, even to your own hurt, saith the Solomon. Just tell the truth. And if you need a modern day example of what, it, what somebody who, spe who spends their lives living in lies... And, and creating a culture of lies like the Beltway of Washington, D.C. It's a whole culture of lies. And there's just money being pushed around through lobbyists and backdoor deals and people writing, you know, lawmakers writing laws to favor these corporations because the lobbyists paid them. It's like just, and, oh, and there's no transparency. You're not allowed to look at who made who and what. Those are lies. And this is how we got to where we are. And this is why these people behave so badly. Because they're lost in their lies. And they have to keep heaping more and more chaos on top of it so that they don't get caught. You can call it a ridiculous example, but go back to, you know, when your kid turns, you know, that age where it's like, wait a minute, wait a minute. I don't think there's a Santa Claus, man. Little Jimmy at school told me that his parents told him that there was no Santa Claus, and he was making some pretty compelling arguments, man. Damn it, Dad, we don't even have a fireplace. What are you talking about? Santa Claus comes down the fireplace, down the chimney. We don't even have a fireplace. He just eats milk and cookies all the time? Is he diabetic? 
Should we leave an insulin shot for him? Flying reindeer. I mean, that just, that doesn't add up. Now, as a parent, you have a choice in that moment. Don't you? You can either realize that you've been found out for your bullshit. Your kid reached an inevitable age where they realize that their parents, their trusted counselors, the protectors of their souls, have been fibbing the whole time. And you're going to have to own up to that. Or you can double down. You can heap some more chaos on top of it. Well, Timmy, you see there's a movie starring uh, Tim Allen. Explains the whole thing. The thing is, is that this Santa Claus guy, he's an interdimensional being, all right? So are these reindeer. And, uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? There's a rose such a ladder. You, can, you know what I mean? Like, you can do that. You can double down. And you can push it out even further and just add more chaos. So that when that kid turns 13, 14, 12, 13, 14, right in there, and they start realizing, like, my parents are full of shit. I'm going to rebel. Because I can't get the truth from these people. These people were telling me that there was this magical, angelic being that came to everybody's house and, and, and dropped off gifts all over the world one night a year. They were telling me that there's a bunny that plants, you know, chocolate eggs or, or plastic eggs full of toys uh, under bushes in the springtime. And that there was this creepy demon who lives on children's teeth and, and leaves money. You know, if you put the tooth underneath the pillow, this demon comes in, swaps out the tooth and pays you money for it. Clearly, these people can't be trusted. Oh, and they've also been telling me about this guy named Jesus. Well, he must be a fabrication as well. See the problem with that? Do you see the problem with chaos? It's bigger than just, oh, you know, my grandparents, they want to, you know, they want to tell them about Santa Claus. And who am I to fight it? I mean, it's cute. It's cute when kids believe in Santa Claus. Do you have any idea what kind of chaos you're creating? It seems little. That kid is going to grow up, and around the time they're 12, 13, 14, they're going to start equating your lie of Santa Claus to Jesus Christ. You know what I mean? You can tell them there was a guy named Nicholas Klaus who was a missionary who made toys. Uh, for orphans, and out of that sprang this legend of Saint Nicholas. Saint, or in Spanish, Santa. Klaus, or in English, Claus. You can tell them about the legend of Santa Claus, and you can tell them, well, listen, like, well, number one, Jesus Christ wasn't born on December 25th, but this is where we celebrate his, his birthday. And there was no man named, there was, there is no man named Santa Claus, but there was a long time ago in Greece and in Turkey. 
And this is why we have the legend of Santa Claus, and this is why you see these pictures of this guy named Santa Claus and in the mall, and you can go sit on his lap and all the thing. But the thing is, is like we keep these traditions alive for a certain reason, and this is, you know, some of it's funny, some of it's weird, and some of it is, you know, respectful and honorable. Just tell him the truth, man. Just tell him the truth. Because if you don't, it's going to cause chaos. That's what lies do. It invites chaos and confusion. And those things are spirits that are unclean. You don't want that, dude. You don't want that in your life any more than you want. You know, you've been walking around all day, opening doors at work. You know, you walked into your office. You grab the bar on the door, you know, that you use to open it, or the doorknob. Who knows? I don't know where you work. And then you went around and you you worked all day, and you you know you went to the bathroom and you pushed the door open with your hands. You know that those things are covered in human filth, right? Piss and shit. All kinds of, you know, germs that come from, you know, food that is in the process of, of decay. It's still edible, but man, it's, it's creating germs of its own. That stuff gets on people's hands and other people open those doors with their filthy, filthy hands. And you're touching those doorknobs and doorways. And then you go to you, your car and you open up the car door. You, have, you know damn well you haven't cleaned that car door with, with ammonia or anything probably ever. That doorknob is filthy. Then you put your hands on your steering wheel. When was the last time you used anything other than that, you know, that stuff that makes it look better? That spray stuff, the Armorall? Armorall doesn't kill germs, homie. Your steering wheel is covered in, in the filth, the just filth of humanity. Now take all of that into consideration and then drive your little imaginary self down to the taco shop and order, you know, uh, three carne asada tacos with guacamole and sour cream. Don't wash your hands yet, right? In this example, we're just going to forget to wash our hands. You know, you look at your hands, they're clean. You know, they're clean. You can't see anything on them. And you reach down and you grab that taco and you start munch, munch, munching away. Well, guess what? You are inviting, you are demanding that evil germs, you know, you're, in, you're inviting chaos into your belly and chaos you shall receive. All you have to do to avoid that, just walk down to the bathroom in the taco shop. It says, Levis Las Manos, right there on the wall. Wash your hands with soap, pull out the little, you know, towelies, dry your hands off, and then grab one more towel, grab the door handle, and use that towel to open the door with. Now go eat your tacos with your hands, you'll be fine, because you followed the law. And thou shalt not lie. Thou shalt not bear false witness, thou shalt not tell untruths you're gonna get spiritual diarrhea man it's chaos chaos and death
tell the truth and you build a wall and you build gates and you put weaponry upon your wall and it protects you. That's the show for today. Hey, everybody, you want to support the show with money? You can do that at paypal.me slash archadvocate, paypal.me slash archadvocate. And uh, that's it. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Bye-bye.